Blog Talk Radio. Pluto's, um, uh, you know, 
uh, woman and how he came up and kind of captured her and stole her and brought her down to the underworld. This Venus-Pluto conjunction is very reminiscent of uh, Persephone, uh, which is a good thing right now that Venus and Pluto are conjunct because um, it is the autumn. So for for you know, for Pluto to be taking Venus into the underworld right now at this time of the year is quite good. The symbolism is. What does it mean for us generally? It's kind of an intense kind of love, uh, even though it's in Capricorn, which can be, um, I suppose, a bit authoritative and perhaps a little dour sometimes. Venus in Capricorn is not, um, you know, she's a practical lover. So um, uh, Pluto in Capricorn has to do with that sort of um, authority, authority the, the destructive power of the authority figure, the destructive power of the um, the um, the uh, like dominant parent doesn't necessarily have to be the father, could be the mother. The Venus Pluto conjunction is sort of the depth and strength of a transformational kind of love. In Capricorn, though, it could be a little about, um, you know, the the breakdown of basically the way that couples may be seen publicly or the status that you may want to create in a relationship. Um, or if your relationship is ha- making you feel uh, something about yourself, um, Pluto and Venus are going to challenge that and flush that out a little bit. Same time, Venus is also going to be square to Uranus because Uranus is at nine degrees Aries. And this is the sort of sudden change, I think, that can happen in the relationship right now because of individual, individuality, the individual energy speaking up or challenging the love a little bit, you know, challenging the bond and saying, hey, what is this bond and is it strong enough to handle us as individuals? So Venus in that in that square with Uranus in conjunction to Pluto is now participating again in um, – the um, the Uranus-Pluto square that's been going on for a long time and the general energy of that, which is the authority figure in conflict or battling with the individual. And I think we'll see that in relationships with uh, Venus conjunct Pluto. Mars is in Virgo, and uh, it's going to start slowing down a little bit. Uh, because it's only going to get towards the end of Libra, and then it's going to go retrograde for those months and months. So Mars is moving along kind of slow. We're not going to expect it to move very quickly, because even over the course of the next few months, and all the way till March the 1st, when it goes retrograde, it's only going to be moving about another 25 degrees, not even 22 degrees. So um, it's got about one sign and a half more to go before it retrogrades. It's going to be moving quite slowly through the remainder of Virgo. Uh, Jupiter is the only one of our outer planets that is um, uh, going to be retrograde for much longer. As I said, Uranus is also retrograde, but it's going to go direct in December. Saturn's at 15 degrees Scorpio. Still kind of intense, I guess, um, to have it there, but it's you know, well-placed right now with Mars. It's in a sextile. If you have something to do, a job to do, you can get it done, um, you know, quite well. 
uh, easily, I think, because Mars sextile um, Saturn is the focused energy, sort of a focused initiative, and Mars in Virgo gives you the detail orientation to be able to do it. Neptune in Pisces finally moving forward. Pluto we've talked about, and Chiron about nine degrees Pisces still hanging out there and helping people remove the blinders. That's your Global Energy Minute, November the 14th, 2013. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to the Inside Connection Radio. So the uh, the, the topic of, uh, of tonight's show has to do with... Um, with with direct motion and we we spend a lot of time talking about um about retrograde motion you know because everyone's sort of curious retrograde motion what does that mean what does that do but it's equally important to um you know to to look at the chart right now and see how much of the energy is going to be moving forward i happen to really like these time periods when i see like oh pluto pluto's the ruler of my chart and um you know, I always am paying attention. When did it go direct? It went direct back in September. But still, it you know, I say like, oh, okay, so now there's a new phase. Generally, that's what we're looking at. So it's a new phase. But when they're all moving forward like this, like I said, except for Jupiter, it's a new phase on so many levels because each one of those planets is going to be moving into new territory. So the show kind of gets started in my mind because Neptune basically just went direct. And I had looked at that and I thought, oh, you know, that's that's nice, that's convenient that on um, on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't know the exact time, I don't want to look that deeply into the book, Tuesday, or when, Tuesday night or Wednesday day, um, uh, Neptune went direct. So we're only Thursday night. It's only been a couple of days or a day. Uh, Neptune's been direct. And I thought, wow, what a relief, you know. What a relief that all that retrograde motion, those months, five, six months of Neptune being retrograde, and now we're going to be going into a whole new period of moving forward. It's something that we can embrace. It's something that we can look forward to. Regardless of whether any of these planets is going to be making difficult aspect to your chart, or you personally are going to be going through something that might be more difficult, which is possible. I mean, Saturn is going to be moving into a pretty critical part of my chart. Um, now that it's gone direct, you know, and it's moving into the second half of Scorpio. But it isn't about saying, like, oh, my God, what is that going to do? It's about embracing the fact that that what we've been going through is finally shifting and coming to an end, and that now that the forward motion has begun, the direct motion has begun, we can now look forward to embracing what this new change, new lessons, uh, new opportunities are going to be for our own personal growth. So forward and direct motion, obviously, it's not quite like the tides in the ocean because that's fairly consistent and we never actually move more forward. You know, like the tide comes in and then it goes out and then when it comes back in, it comes to the same spot. So it, the tide is not necessarily really a good analogy for retrograde motion, but it, it is because there's very few things where that we see like that 
you know, in nature where we can where we can connect with, oh yeah, something moves forward, then it moves backwards. In 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 truth, it's more like if we took two steps up a ladder and then one step down a ladder and then two steps up a ladder and then one step down a ladder. That would be actually more accurate, but nobody climbs a ladder like that. So the the analogy is you know a little weirder, except for the fact that you would still continue to go up the ladder even if you were two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. It was the forward motion would still be happening over time, which is what happens with the planets. But the sense that the tide goes back out because what we're doing is we're reviewing, we're pulling back, we're looking at it again, we're reinforcing, reinforcing old lessons that we've already been um, experiencing, taking a, par- taking a part of, being a part of. And so right now, so many people, there are so many people in my practice and my own personal life, and, and I know my own family and other people's families, friends and clients' families, where new things are happening, regardless of whether they're challenging or the you know more easy things of life, but there's new things happening because there are things moving forward. For those people who have been, say, sort of on the fence about things and haven't been able to make up your mind or make up a decision, now when we have this direct motion, uh, Neptune, Saturn, Pluto, very strong energies moving forward, what we want to do is we want to be able to make up our mind. What choice are we going to make? You know, what choice are we going to make? What what have we been reviewing? What have we been listening to? What have been the tensions? What have we been resisting? Existing. Um, what have we? What are, what are we? What do we know are the correct courses of action? Because as we go direct, we want to be able to do that. Subsequent experiences, I believe, are more or less painful based on the choices that we make at each. If we if we make, let's say, the good choice, the choice that we know is the one that we should be making, we we don't make the fear based choice. We make the faith-based choice, and we say, this is what I know I should be doing. This is where I'm drawn to. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to do this. Then each subsequent uh, forward motion of the planets, um, uh, regardless of the aspect that it's making in our charts, can be um, tackled uh, with more grace because we're not carrying the baggage of not having grown in the previous transit. And uh, the fact is, is that the issue that we that we choose perhaps to ignore or um, or not deal with um, will only compound and become more complicated and say, um, you know, more difficult. It's okay, right? There's no judgments there. We're all just very good about we we learn at our own pace. We learn. That's why we are here. It's why we picked our lifetime. That's why we are who we are. Not, there's no there's no particular like oh well you have to do it fast or you have to if you're in counseling or you're looking at your chart or you're somebody that follows astrology then um, you know perhaps you can say oh I know this is coming up how am I going to handle it how am I going to tackle it um, you know you you can say have have a little bit more foresight a little bit more um, uh, ability to say, well, this is the direction that I feel like I need to be growing in because this is what I know I'm going to be dealing with. 
forward motion is the the times in our lives when we feel like wow you know like i'm going this is the, a, whole, a whole new set of opportunities regardless of whether we you know uh, are in tune with our chart or not it's still happening to us um you know it's if you this great song from an enigma album where she says uh you know if you believe or if you don't that doesn't really matter because the truths of the universe are still upon you <laughs> it's pretty pretty um you know i guess blunt and very succinct to say like well whether you believe in it or not say like metaphysical truth you're still subjected to its rules and um that that always tickled me to hear somebody say that in 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 a in a song so whether we whether we know astrology and whether we're in tune with it or whether we don't and we're just sort of going through our lives um with with say you know uh, less guidance perhaps more 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 just allowing life to hit us on hit hit us on its own terms that's fine um the when we grow with each with each turn then we can go to the next phase of forward motion and say okay i'm ready for this next phase whatever it brings whether whether it might seem daunting or not doesn't matter you know none of us that are listening to this show are children so we've been through years and years and years of transits and you know we've we've muddled through them in our own way so so you know we can handle them we know we can handle them we know we can um survive them and come out the other side better uh, more improved uh, more awake um more ready to um to be who we are to be fully who we are that's what uh, part of our mission is right is to become fully realized as a unique uh, individual, and we're doing that for ourselves, and we're doing that for God, because the full expression of who we are is probably a most beautiful thing um, to God, just like the most full expression of anything. You know, we always sort of like to see a flower that that you know opens up most fully, or, or something like that. We always are like, wow, that's awesome. You know, it becomes beautiful when it when it really finds its full potential. Um, and um, and I'm sure that each one of us is that way as a unique individual, um, truly at our most beautiful when we've found our 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 most authentic expression of uh, who we are as an individual. So um, the forward motion that's coming right now is the forward motion of new experience, uh, new opportunity, new challenge. And the way in which we decide to handle that um, is, um, is I think, based characterologically. Some people are just more terrified. I know people who are more terrified of, of, of their future, you know. I know people who are a lot less uh, terrified, for sure. They're, they're, they're more curious and excited um about it and as i said before it's about operating in a place of faith or a place of fear so if you're having faith that the direction that you're moving in the choices that you're making and it's like if you can make a faith-based choice 
um, based on saying this is what it is I feel like I need to move into, then even if it turns out painful, it turns out painful. You know, the first card of the tarot is called the Fool. Um, very much reminds me of direct motion because it's about the Fool is the card that says all God's creative energy descends it, it, it descends from like above down and becomes earthly manifested and um, everything that we decide to do um, in life whatever decisions we decide to make including, including rolling over and getting out of bed in the morning is um, is like the choice of the fool because we don't really know what the day will bring or if we decide to marry someone, or if we decide to not marry someone anymore, if we decide to divorce someone, if we decide to have a baby, if we decide to buy a house, if we decide to go back to school, right? These are bigger choices. But we have no idea what any of those choices will actually bring us. And so the that card rules um, our decision to do it, our decision to jump in card shows the you know this person carrying only a meager little satchel of um you know tools and supplies and here we go i'm going to jump right into this you know i'm going to jump right in i don't know anything really about it but i'm being called to do it i'm being called to experience it and i'm going to make that faith-based choice you know, there's no judgment, but obviously the person that's willing to do that, regardless of, as the card is called, right, regardless of whether their choice turns out to be a huge success or whether they just turn out to be a fool. Um, but that's not the point. The point is, is that we listen and we follow our own inner guidance. The forward motion is an opportunity to do that. The retrograde motion is an opportunity to review the choice we made, to review what it is that the new experience is and whether we're going to, you know, stick with it, jump in on it, continue it, and we go through a pattern of moving forward, experiencing, moving backwards, reviewing, moving forward again in, in, in the direction, growing with each new uh, place of discovery. So it's really very, you know, uh, essentially incredibly dynamic time uh, for all of us because there's, a, um, there's, there's this load of energy all moving direct as the planets are generally, um, you know, in, um, in sort of one part of the, uh, the reason Uranus is going direct last is because it's the, you know, the furthest one. You say uh, Saturn is in Scorpio and then uh, Pluto is in, um, is in, um, sorry, Capricorn and um, Neptune's in Pisces, and Uranus is in Aries. So we only have the signs from Scorpio to Aries generally, which is only one, you know, say like about a third of the chart really. It's, and so that's why they can all be direct at the same time. It's only Jupiter that's on the opposite side in Cancer, which is why it is retrograde while all the other ones are 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 um are direct so based on the position of the earth etc cetera, etc cetera. so the um 
the, all this forward motion is because those outer planets are generally on one side. I know it's it's a big chunk of the chart from Scorpio to Aries, but it's not the opposite side. It's not the Cancer, Leo, Gemini. The the, the planets are not in you know um, Cancer, Leo, Gemini, Virgo. They're not in those signs. So those would be on the opposite side, and that would be half would be retrograde, half would be direct, because they're all more on one side then they can all be direct at the same time, which is, which is almost like a fascinating, extreme um, forward motion, which is why when I looked at it and I thought, oh, Neptune just went direct. It's fantastic. You know, it's like really um, you can feel that surge of, well, we don't have to do that anymore, meaning we don't have to do that retrograde lesson anymore. Now we should have made our choices um, based on whatever the retrograde Neptune did, and I can tell you it definitely changed me. For those of you who are out there with any planets, it's sort of low, mutable. Anybody who has anything from, say, seven, seven down to zero in a mutable sign, you know what I mean, because there have been tremendous changes as a result of Neptune being in that region, in that hotspot region, and the way in which that it's interacted with us in order to get us to dissolve out behaviors that are no longer serving us. You know, behaviors that are no longer serving us should be gone now that Neptune is finally direct from two degrees, and now it's going to take on the next group of people, uh, you know, five, six, seven degrees of the mutables, and it will continue on from there. So, you know, um, it feels good. It feels good to say, I did that. I did that part, you know. I have several planets myself at low degrees of Scorpio, and uh, like Venus, Mercury, and the Ascendant. And when, when Saturn went direct, I was like, done. You know, I got it. I know exactly what that lesson was, you know. And now I can move on to the next one, even if it will be challenging. That's fine. I feel so satisfied to know that that retrograde is over and I can move forward. Um, and and, uh, and that, that's, a, that's a fantastic feeling. So um, in particular, in particular... Uh, the forward movement of uh, Pluto uh, asks us to look in, at our lives and we know what we need to transform. It's very basic. This is some basic information. What it is that we need to transform, meaning are there things in our lives that we should be able to turn from one form to another? Um, it's Pluto and Capricorn, so that could have to do with career or social standing. Um the Neptune energy asks us what it is that we could transcend, which is also sort of a very ego-based um, place. But it's in Pisces, so in what way can we come, become more compassionate? In what way can, can we become more compassionate to ourselves or to others? In what ways are we not being compassionate? And what do we need to transcend out of? It's in Pisces, so it could be about addiction. Um, it could be about escapism. It could be about isolation. Um, Uranus will be direct, and that's going to be Aries. So that is, you know, what rut are we in, and how can we better express ourselves as an individual in order to be able to get out of that rut? Uranus moving direct. And then Saturn moving direct is definitely going to be in what way do we need to discipline ourselves, in what way do we need to focus, uh, hunker down, and be more 
um, committed, more focused to a certain kind of process, what kinds of behaviors no longer serve us that we need to just simply eliminate from our lives in a Saturnian way. They don't necessarily transform in a, like in, in, in a Pluto transit where we can have realization and it's replaced by another realization. Saturn really speaks of what's outworn and and how we can take it out with the trash. So um, uh, that we have all of those things moving in forward motion now. And if we take the time to say, well, you know, what new transformational thing, what new transcendence thing, what new, um, you know, um, a point of, of newness do I need to create in my, my own personality? Those are the things that I want to be able to bring in. So I'm getting cued by blog talk that I just talked through the entire show already, which is lovely. And, um, uh, yeah, that was lovely. Thanks for being on the show with me. Um, uh, I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to the Inside Connection. I will be here next Thursday night. Thanks. Good night.